Okay, yeah, go ahead and record. I like a little soft intro. Hi! Almost Modern Live. A podcast so butch, so mask. Almost Modern Live. A podcast... Are we surprised? No, but... Do we expect it? Yes. yes. Recorded in front of a live studio audience. What? Like, maybe not. No. <laughs> was that as good for you as it was for me? Yeah, no. Andy. Tyler. It's that kind of day, you know what I mean? I don't know where this day went, truly. Um, I'm also in process of like switching my meds, which means I'm having minor withdrawals from the Prozac, which is giving me daily headaches, which is fun. And then new things happening with the Wellbutrin. So, well, it's fun to feel new things. Yeah. Well, it should help with my ADD, which like, May do wonders or ruin this podcast. Let's be real. Yeah, true. It could go either way. Um, oh, look at this. So I'm ordering a new cable for my microphone on Amazon because uh, I can't help but keep breaking these cords. Uh, I think I found one that may work. But when you order, there's a little share button. So now I'm just going to share it with Tyler. So. That- oh get one too perfect we'll replace them all cute little six dollar cord um, i love a six dollar cord and it should arrive, arrive in two days so perfect well praise speaking, be our amazon overlords speaking of praising the amazon overlords hi i'm tyler and i'm andy and this is homo's modern life a podcast where i got it today it's the only thing i got but i got it i, got I don't even it. try I don't even try with that part anymore. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. Podcast about, you know, y'all know what it's about. Nothing and everything and something. We try to go places. Say and things. We try not to go places. Well, we stay away from those certain places. Mm-hmm. Um, but during the podcast, we're completely stationary for the most part. I try to be, uh, you know, if I have to... Juke. Juke. I will. Juke. Is that a real term? Yeah. It like is? You juke out of the way? Yeah. Oh. Or like, Duck it's, it's kind of like a sports thing. Oh, this is why I don't know it, isn't it? Okay, well. Also, my light is like very bright on me today. I feel like well, I'm basking. You're looking in... ghostly as always. Oh, I love it. That's all I want, um, to be a ghost um ghost well andy you want to of... die is this a <gasps> cry for help no 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 i just okay. i would like to be a ghost well but i would like to be know... a living ghost a living ghost yeah i would like well, to be able to decide danny whether... phantom huh you want to be danny phantom i could be danny phantom he's a little too sci-fi i want to be a little bit more like victorian girl in a white gown well, there aren't alive those. <laughs> so I, you're like, going to have to pick a different dream. Uh, I mean, I could just like wake up one day and just be like, I'm going to be a ghost and do ghost things. Yeah. And then wake up the next day and just be like, I'm going to be a, pe- a person and do people things. 
whoa, oh, what you should do, mm-hmm. find a ghost tale, a local ghost lore. Uh-huh. Like uh, some friends were telling me recently about a woman who hangs out in a white nightgown around White Rock Lake. Yes, I've heard about this. I want to go visit her. Um, no, you should be her. Oh, I should, should be her. You should, um, I don't know what the really correct word is. Moonlight is coming to mind. You should moonlight as <laughs> the woman in the gown by White Rock Lake. As the uh, as the ghost. Yeah. I'm just afraid that like someone is going to shoot me. Well. It is Texas. Being a ghost is dangerous. Yeah. Because like if I were a ghost, it wouldn't matter. Right. But as I, if I'm a faux ghost, then. A faux ghost. I would become a real ghost. Faux ghost to chow? Bogos to chow. <laughs> You'll love our meats. Yeah. That's not there. We have the, no. That's, that's our, no. But they do. They do have the meats. Oh my God. They have all the meat. Like too much meat. Like if you've never experienced <sighs> like the meat sweats or a meat uh, dream, yeah. just You'll go to Brazilian Steakhouse. Jesus for Christ. For sure. Um, so Andy, uh, I, I've noticed that you've painted beautiful stripes up on your ceiling. Yeah. Not the ceiling. That's a wall. Not the ceiling. It is the wall. It's, you know, above sitting height. Mm -hmm. It's gallery height. Yeah. I, it's gallery height. Um, yes. I'm very proud of the quality of the stripes. I Uh am dubious about the color of the stripes and whether or not they will get to stay, but you know, I'll have a soft opening for the stripes this weekend. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, get some people's opinions on them and see how they feel about them in person and we'll go from there. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm also not so sure about this white that I've picked out. It's called Bistro White, which mm. sounded a little softer than the Ultra White that I was origin- that I originally had a card for. Um, and I'm feeling like I should have gone more off-white because mm-hmm. it feels... When I look at it and I look at a part of the wall and it just like blends in with the trim. Mm-hmm. I just feel like I'm looking out into this vast expanse. Like that, like when in Bruce Almighty, he visits God and it's just all white or like. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It feels like, I don't know. Yeah. Like any scene from a movie where they're like in the like, Oh, like in the good place when they go to um, when they're inside Janet's void. Yes. We love a white void. Very that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we love a white void. Racist. Maybe that's why the stripes stick out so much because it's like they're floating. Well, they do, in, for in, sure. Floating in the universe. Yeah. And so, I don't know. It feels, hmm, they feel a little bit juvenile maybe is the issue. <laughs> you know, I'm a, maybe I, I need to own it. I don't know. Yeah, I, I have a I have a, a color palette I'm gonna send you after this that I think is <sighs> mentally exactly what you're trying to do, but I know. I because I got it on a phone case. <laughs> sure. You know, just the thought of doing all those stripes over again. Actually, it wasn't that hard. I'm not gonna Sorry. lie. I'm just saying, like, leave the white around the stripes and then just paint around them if you want to change well, it. Well, Mm, that's trickier than it sounds. I can't just paint <laughs> paint in the lines. Ridiculous. Uh, you're supposed to color in the lines. Are you supposed to color outside of the lines? 
I don't know well, how messy. I have an inability to cover color inside the lines, so. Oh. Well, that's hard. That's fighting a losing hard. battle right there. But yeah, I am. I actually have painted a lot of my living room white so far. Mm-hmm. Got another a, a few places where I'm going to do another coat tonight. Um, this is the problem when you have your own place now. Is you're just like I can just keep going and changing and tweaking. Yeah. Well, you know, I already know that once I finish painting this white, it's a ticking clock until I'm like I need it to be a different color because I, I already know I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. So don't paint the rest of it right now. No, I'm gonna paint the rest of it so it's all one color. Hey, <sighs> they. And then we're going to figure out what to do moving forward. And it'll okay. be white, so it'll be super easy to paint. Sure, sure, okay. sure, sure, sure. You know? Sure. Unless you pick, like, navy blue again, and then we have to go through that whole scenario. But we have textured roller brushes. It's it's all good. Okay. I would just also like to say that visiting my sister for Easter, she did a lovely brunch. She redid that downstairs bathroom, and they put wallpaper over their textured walls. Well, I'm so happy for her and her choices. <laughs> uh, that was a choice. But you know, the other thing is, if I paint over these walls enough, mm-hmm. they will become not textured. Choices. You That's know? true. You're just going to fill them. You just got to paint over it enough, and then the texture slowly disappears over time. That's how full coverage makeup works. Exactly. You just fill all the holes, and then all of a sudden, you're just a smooth little cue ball, just yeah. covered in makeup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially with no contour, that's my favorite look. Just like paint everything the same color. Shave your head. Like give me, give me egg. Give me egg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Serve me egg. I mean, that's why the surfaces get slippery when wet. The mm-hmm. water fills in all of the. The cracks and then there's no ridges yeah for you to grip onto did y'all know this this is a science podcast you guys yeah and a home renovation podcast apparently uh-huh did you know that when it rains a lot it gets very wet there you go mm-hmm. and when it doesn't rain it gets dry now it's just a podcast about the weather. <laughs> um, what else is new? Oh, um, I don't know how people are going to take this, but uh, apparently I got drunk and decided I need to sign it up, sign up and become a member of uh, the Satanic Temple. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not like, a, I'm not like, you know, a devil worshiper, but no, not the devil worshiping Satanic Temple. I'm a 2013 Satanist, not a 1969 Satanist. Yeah, more like the anti-establishment, anti-conservative. Not yes, not even necessarily anti-establishment, just anti-like religious oppression. Exactly. Satanist. Exactly. I don't know anything about it. A uh, really, whereas, but I read I mean, the tenants. Yeah, I mean, the reason they were founded, and if you read the tenets, I mean, hello, it's something that no, like, I've read them before. Nobody can say that those are bad things to believe in. No! Actually, let's read the tenets of Satanism right now. They're, they're so Bam, great, while so I look casual. Them up. Also, like, you know, it totally fits my aesthetic, you know, on a style-wise. Like, 
like give it to me. You know what I mean? Okay, the seven fundamental tenets. One should strive to act with compassion and empathy towards all creatures in accordance with reason. Yes. Two, the struggle for justice is an ongoing and necessary pursuit that should prevail over laws and institutions. Yes. Three, one's body is inviolable. Vile, inviolable. Uh, subject to one's own will alone. Yes. My body, Four, my choice. The freedoms of others should be respected, including the freedom to offend, to willfully and willing, willfully and unjustly encroach upon the freedoms of another is to forego one's own. Yeah. Uh, five, beliefs should conform to one's best scientific understanding of the world. Yeah. One should Science. take care never to distort scientific facts to fit one's beliefs. Yeah. Fauci. Six, people are fallible. If one makes a mistake, one should do one's best to rectify it and resolve any harm that might have been caused. And seven, every tenet is a guiding principle designed to inspire nobility in action and thought. The spirit of compassion, wisdom, and justice should always prevail over the written or spoken word. Yeah. Rock on, man. And I it really, it. like, sprung out of, I think, a... I mean, basically, there's so many things in this world that people try to pass off as exercising their religious freedom mm-hmm. that are just ways to oppress other people. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of a anti that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm all for that. To basically be like, well, we're doing this because of our religious belief that people should be able to get an abortion mm-hmm. or, you know, yeah, they're suing uh, the state blah. of Texas right now for something in Houston about that. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. If they, because then you can say, well, that's my religion. Mm-hmm. And if we're going to pass off all of these other things as being choices or choices that, you know, defend our religious liberties, well, guess what? Mama. I get to do it now too. That's basically what it is. Yeah. It's like, you think this, I can think this. And like, isn't this kind of ridiculous? But like, if you think this, then it's only fair that we all think this too. Yeah. You know, so get into it. Get into it. I don't know anything else about it, but the tenants. And I was like, yeah, I can be in this. It's fine. Well, you're in it for the aesthetic. And the aesthetic. Absolutely. For sure. (laughs) Like, I'm just going to like dress like Gomez and like go. It's like vibes. Gomez. You don't want to pick something a little more updated, like Sabrina, Chilling Adventures style? I mean, that's still kind of Gomez style, let's be real. I've never thought as Gomez thought of Gomez as being particularly well, I guess I don't know. Morticia seems to I mean be like into I, it. I could also just go as Morticia. Like I've thought of that as well. There you go. I'm more into that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Although I think in my head, uh, a lot of the times I conflate the image of Morticia and the image of Elvira. And possibly Vampira? No, I don't think Vampire. I don't, I don't know her. Vampire? I'm sorry to this woman. <laughs> Basically, uh, she is just like Morticia meets Elvira. Well, then that's probably what I'm envisioning. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Mm-hmm. She's amazing. Um, well, speaking of, uh, we're going to take a break. Um, and then when we're back, we're getting scared. 
like Scooby Doo. Sure. Roll. It's fear. Right. Welcome back. Welcome Hi. back. Hi. I forgot to mention something very big that happened to me. Uh, yeah, I was surprised you didn't bring it up. This week. Because it was like but so you know, anticlimactic. I'm not going to press you to release your personal medical information. <laughs> it was so anticlimactic because like I found it and I was like, woohoo! And then I'm like, now I got to go to my family and then like come home and like nothing. And then Dan took me for like a drink after, but... Um, I think I talked about this on the HIV episode, but like I've always struggled to get to undetectable as far as my levels for ever since I've had it. I've always kind of, there's uh, untransmittable, which is under 200 copies and there's undetectable, which is considered just as healthy as anybody else. And for the first time in my life, I hit undetectable. I'm dabbing for the people at home. No. So anyway, I just wanted to share that because- Dabbing on HIV. Dabbing on HIV. Bam. Bam. I made HIV my bitch. Bam. That's what Courtney said. That was, uh, that's what Courtney would say. Yeah. Um, well, anyway. Fear. Yeah. Scared things. What? What's horrifying? Yikes. Ah! You know. That Not HIV. Not HIV. Well, you know. Kind I of mean, is, but... kind of is, but, you know. <laughs> Take your prep. Um... Andy, what are you afraid of? Uh, the first thing that springs to mind is the dark, which really? is kind of childish, I think. But um, yeah, I don't know. What's this? I, I'm I'm the type of person that always like reaches around the like corner of the door to turn on the light before I walk in the room. Oh, I, I what what's so scary? What 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 is so scary about the dark? Demons. See demons? Okay. Well. Demons. You know. If they were going to get you, they were going to get you. You know? I mean, so true. And yeah. yeah. I don't know. There's still all that always that like sense of unease in a darkened space. Well, I also think like, I know that you didn't grow up in like the city city, but you were still way more like metropolitan than I was. Yes. Like, like you had people breaking into houses like that didn't happen where I was growing up. So like we never were like, like, you know, I've never been afraid of somebody breaking into my house. You know, but it was like we never had that. Like, <laughs> no, my my fear of the dark is strictly about supernatural beings, not people, <laughs> yeah, not people no. sitting. Couldn't oh. be people. People aren't going to break into my house. Uh, no. Yeah, definitely just, you know the demons the demons i don't know what it is That's so it's funny. not like i think that a demon is gonna you know but it's like this this anxiety that's just like it's not necessarily in my mind so much as it is like under my skin mm. if that makes sense mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, i don't know what you know what kind of clan i descended from that i have this sensitivity or this, you know, unease. Maybe I come from a long lineage of people who did Night Watch. Mm. Well, you have, uh, I feel like I should know this, uh, but you have blue eyes, right? Yeah. So, you know, blue eyes are more sensitive to light in general and changes in light. 
Um, mm-hmm. And that being said, you're also, it's also harder to see in the dark, I believe, because mm-hmm. it's like your range is like here where everyone else's range is like here. Uh, I feel like I'm pretty good at seeing in the dark. Well, how would you know if you've ever seen perfectly in the dark? Well, I know I'm not that good at seeing colors. Exactly. Maybe that's why. Maybe the demons are red. They could be. Yeah. What if they exist? I mean, that's the thing. (laughs) They have to exist at a, you know, visual light wave frequency that I can't see. Mm -hmm. At least not all the time. At least not until they're like right on top of me. Yeah. So. It's like that dream I had about the the demons that lived on a semi-alternate plane and like you would only see them in the refraction of light. Yeah. And then they took all the oxygen away when they were in a room. Yeah. I mean, same reason I don't like sleeping in a room where like I can see myself in a mirror. I don't like sleeping where I'm within view of pictures of people. (laughs) Like, like my room. Oh, I mean, how many people, how many actual people are on your wall versus like drawings of people? Oh, true, true. And things. Um, no, I'm talking about like photographs. Oh, I don't know. They creep me out. That whole thing where you like stare at a picture of somebody's face long enough and their expression changes. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Have you never experienced that? No, I think I'm too ADHD to like pay attention to something that. Oh, long. <laughs> I learned it at a museum one time. Uh, oh that they would just like be like stare at this picture of this person's face and like it is if it's like a pretty neutral face then slowly over time it like shifts from being like slightly like happy neutral to like slightly sad neutral I don't know Mm -hmm. so I think it's maybe ever since then it like pictures just freak me out interesting interesting not in the daytime but like at night when everything's still and quiet and all you have to do is stare at them well yeah well also like you're yeah you know that you know there's many uh tactics that i think i've picked up which prevent this like Mm. i fall asleep with the tv on because of that reason yeah i don't like to just stare into the darkness you know because that's when the voices come um and then just start reeling. So, you know, I always like to have something on the distraction, a little bit of light. It's like something about it. Like when my, my closed eyes can see the bouncing light, it's a very soothing. <laughs> um, interesting. I'm not afraid of the dark. And what's funny is like, although I picked the topic this week, I was like, what am I afraid of? Like truly, I mean, aliens, which Obviously. we've talked about, um, for sure for sure like you know i just i know they're out there and they don't i mean you don't know that i mean i assume um i'm also quite scared of the deep ocean yeah yeah, any body of water that i can't see the bottom of yeah 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 yeah. which is basically the same thing as aliens but in reverse Sure. It's like anything, you know, sea level. I mean, I know, I know I've talked on this podcast before about the the like computer game that I used to play when I was a kid that was about like photographing dinosaurs. It was basically Pokemon Snap for dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. 
and there was one level or like location that you went to like take a picture of some giant you know ocean dinosaur uh neoplorodon maybe and i love that you just pulled that name out well i pulled it out of that uh charlie the unicorn youtube video gotcha. <laughs> it's a magical neoplorodon charlie oh god what is that people that know they know john the non-believer but like you would sit there just like in the deep ocean staring out into like you know it's one of those things where it just fades out until you can't see hello like my living room and then all of a sudden the creature just like comes charging at you yeah i don't do jump scares like it was very jump scare but in this like the most terrifying way of like you're just not safe on any side because you're in the vastness of the ocean oh god yeah i um I, there's just like even like I remember like when my dad was sick and he'd stay home from work or whatever like he'd always watch history channel and like he loved I don't even think he was that interested or maybe it's just all history channel played at that time because of its popularity but like so many Titanic documentaries where they like go in and like even something about like the Titanic stuff like freaked mm. me out like seeing the ship under there like covered in things and and like frozen in time absolutely horrifying um, i don't know that i've spent enough time uh like i don't for some reason i mean i am afraid of drowning in concept but it's not a visceral like <sighs> yeah i mean like i i i i'm I think a it's very natural it's not that likely for me yeah, I'm a very natural swimmer. Like, I love swimming. Yeah, but, like, what about getting trapped in a car that's sinking? Um, I mean, yeah, that's horrifying, but, like... But, I'm like, a, who wouldn't be scared of that? That's yeah. not, like... <laughs> I'm, ideally, I'm not going to put myself in that situation to exactly. where I would be near of that situation, hopefully. Sure. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Um... Yeah, I'm really not expecting anything that happens in a Final Destination movie to happen to me. You, that Well, neither were they. And, you know, and you're right. <laughs> I, I've only watched this, like, scary movie versions of <laughs> Final Destination. I think that's just the original movies. Yeah. Um, I also am... So I had an old fear that I think I've gotten over as I've gotten older but mm-hmm. as a kid and I maybe talked about it on here I was deeply afraid of the wine aisles um or like the jelly preserve aisles now in the grocery stores interesting to me that you've recently gotten over this because I know where you're going with this you're afraid that you're just going to knock everything over yes and it's all going to like crash and spill. Yes. And then did you have that fear realized in a parking garage whilst carrying a a case of wine? I mean, yes. <laughs> and that's I don't know what got you over it. <laughs> I don't 
I don't know. I think I was over it when like I was I was old enough to drink and had to buy my own wine and go into those aisles and like Fair face enough. it. But like I also don't feel like here in Dallas, like they pack those shelves like they did back where I was growing up. Like things would like sit on the edge with like it mm. coming out. And I was like, this doesn't seem safe. What if there's an earthquake in the middle of the hill country? Gone. You know what I mean? Dead. Yeah. All of the wine. It's a red blend now. Because they're like, we're only coming out to the to the boonies every once in a while. Exactly. <laughs> so get your stock while you can. Yeah. Um, I mean, the fun thing about living with anxiety is you're you you are constantly experiencing fear in oh my some God. dumb way. I read, well, I skimmed. I read part of an article today that I'm sure we all got a push notification for from Apple News. Uh, you know, Apple News just loves to send me notifications on them. Uh, that uh, if you're not feeling motivated to work, your problem it's your problem probably isn't laziness; it's fear. Mm-hmm. Fear, or I mean, I think it's really what they're describing is more uncertainty, like fear that you're not going to be able to accomplish what you need to set out to accomplish. Mm-hmm. And you don't have the like people around you for that, you know, unspoken motivation. Yeah. I mean, I think the reason I didn't install dimmer switches sooner when I knew for multiple weeks that that was what I wanted to do, but there was that fear in me that I would, not be able to do the wiring or like I would buy the switches and they would be the wrong switches for the wiring that I have. Or like, you know, there's just this element of, I don't know if I set out on this mission that I will be able to accomplish it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it wasn't until I like found the right YouTube videos that I like and the right brand and everything that I was like, okay, I know I can do this. And then I did it. So I think there is, and like, especially sometimes at work, there's just things that I'm like, well, I don't know. It's kind of like an amorphous task that I don't know if like what I end up doing is going to be satisfactory in the end. Right. And so it just makes me not even want to start it when I don't know necessarily what the goal is, or I feel like I'm not going to be able to accomplish it. Mm-hmm. Fear, not Fear. laziness. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, it's it's constantly, like, fight or flight. And, like, all day long, yeah, it's, is this, like, good enough? Like, is it, you know, is it something I can do? Is it, you know, if I start this now, am I going to finish it? Or, like, how do I even start this? So that makes absolute sense. But also, too, like, you know, I think that's the thing is, like, why I have a hard time, like, saying, like, what I'm really afraid of because I'm like, what have I, what have I actually been afraid of? And what is just anxiety? Right. Yeah. Like what is like, I mean, you know, there's like the thrill, 
which also, you know, can branch into the fear and anxiety of it. But I don't think that's necessarily me. I mean, the thrill comes after being afraid, I think. Right. Right. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you ride a roller coaster over and over enough times, then it kind of stops being fun because you're not afraid. Mm -hmm. Um, And I mean, same thing kind of with haunted houses for me, like at a certain point, I either like kind of get tired of being scared and I stop being scared or I manage to logic my way out of it. And then I'm just like, well, now I'm out of the fantasy and I'm not scared anymore. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, you know, I still am scared of haunted houses, but it's not the theme. It's that I don't trust people. And I know these are people and I know they're not supposed to touch me, but I think that they're going to touch me and I don't want them to touch me. I didn't pay for you to touch me. I didn't sign anything that said you could touch me. So that's really what it is. Unless you went to one of those haunted houses where they are, where you do sign something that says they're allowed to touch you. And I I am not going there. No, I, well, and I I am afraid of that. I did that haunted trail, um, which actually was scarier. Like, um, maybe that's what I'm afraid of. I'm not afraid of the dark in the sense of like a room. What I'm afraid of the dark of like being in the woods. Hmm. Because like demon or animal. Like, mm-hmm. you don't know what's there. You don't know what you're going to step down on. You don't know anything around you. Like, the the lack of it. Like, especially, like, in the hill country, you have, like, two types of nights. One, very bright, full of stars. You see the moon. You can see everything around you. Like, it is, it's almost like daylight. Like, uh-huh. it's, it's, I mean, not as intense as daylight, but, like, you can see without a flashlight, right? Um, and then there's the reverse, which is cloudy skies, completely pitched black. There is no light pollution. Um, so it gets very, very dark, which like, you know, in your home or around about, like, it's no big deal. But like, like, there's a certain darkness that happens, like you can't see, you know, 10 feet in front of you. Um, so like add a bunch of trees to that and it can be really scary. Not that I've ever gotten lost in the woods. Um, I definitely was playing very late in the night or late sometimes in the woods. So I think that's maybe why I was a little more afraid of this haunted trail because like things popping out of trees, like, no, Yeah. I was like, I, cause also like, I, again, I go into this, like, is that a person or is there actually an animal in these woods that you have (laughs) taken their place? Probably not. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I guess there's that as well, right? Yeah. What about um, nothing to fear but fear itself? Oh, I mean, like... True? Bullshit? Kind of bullshit. Yeah, totally. Fear exists for a reason, and it's to keep us safe. Exactly. Fear Uh, is important. If you're not afraid of anything, you should probably talk to a therapist. Obviously, there are certain matters where, like, you know, confidence and bravery are, like, the best traits like you know but mm-hmm. that's not not in everyday life no there are certain things certain things well certain things speaking of things that people fear we're gonna take a quick break and when we return we'll have pod q and gay where we asked you what are you afraid of mm-hmm. when we return Welcome. 
<laughs> Welcome back. Oh my god, Tyler, your phone is more charged than mine for once. Oh, is it? I know. It's, do you know what I did? Do you know what I did to increase my productivity during the day? Is I set, I set um, limits on my apps from 10 a.m. to 4 wow. p.m. So like only like my essentials. Um, like I mean, I can always get into them if I need to, but like it definitely has helped. Um, Interesting. In those times. I don't know. I feel like that kind of artificial roadblock would be no match for me. I would be like, well, all I have to do is in my password. And... Well, and that's the thing. It's just more of like a mental thing. It's like, you don't need to be here right now. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. So that's why it's more charged because I haven't been using it. Interesting. Um, but we asked the people, mm-hmm. the people out there, Yeesh. the people in the wild blue yonder, um, <laughs> what are you afraid of? Yeah. Um, and do you want to kick us off? Into this yeah. Game? Our first listener said, uh, Freddy Krueger coming out of a toilet while I'm going to the restroom. That's... Now, I've never seen Nightmare on Elm Street or any of the associated Freddy Krueger movies, mm-hmm. but I'm assuming that's something that happened in one of them. I know he comes out of the ceiling and like... Or out of the bed, out of, somebody's in bed, and then they flip. Out, something happens. Yeah, it's something about dreams, and it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dream. It's very specific uh, that he comes out of the toilet when you're going. To yeah, the I would be more afraid of like a small animal or snake coming out of the toilet and like trying, trying to crawl up your butt. I have a recommendation for you, um, Mr. Me? Scared Toilet. No, for oh, Mr. Scared no. Toilet. Okay. Um, they make a light that you can put in your toilet that just stays yeah. on. Right. Um, and I think that would really do wonders for you. Um, petrified pooper. Yeah. Petri- dear Petrified Pooper. Dear Petrified Pooper. Please invest $7.99 in a toilet light. Therefore, you can always see what's in your toilet. And if you get a UV light, it'll gross you out. Yeah. Ew. Why would you do that? Just warning you. Um, This next one on my side said, passing out in the gym. Maybe you're doing things a little too hard. Yeah. Doing things a little too much. I've worked out too hard to the point that I, like, threw up. And I would, like have to like sit on the floor in the gym for a little while before I really could compose myself to be able to get back to the locker room to throw up. That's true. I have had Uh, someone faint in a spin class before. Yeah. I don't find that to be embarrassing. No. Look how hard you were working. Yeah. So hard your body went, no. Right. (laughs) Now, is it safe? Not necessarily. It's never something you should be trying to do. No, it's never a good thing to pass out. Let's be real. Right. That that means a lot. A lot. I don't think it's. I don't think it's embarrassing. Did you know? Did you know that if you're ever working out, uh, especially cardio, and you start yawning, it's because you're not getting enough oxygen. Yeah. So if you keep going hard and you don't fix your breathing after you're already yawning, you're probably gonna pass out. It's your brain not getting enough oxygen, so it thinks it's going to like sleep mode. I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, our next listener, now I'm yawning, uh, so I'm about to faint. 
Uh, our next listener said bats. Bats? Bats. I... bats, bats, bats. Okay. Honestly, up close, they're pretty cute. Depends. Fruit. Well, it does depend. Fruit bats, I'm not afraid of. They are adorable little flying fox dogs. Yeah. Um, I like even the giant ones that are like human sized, obsessed. I would like, yeah, I would Those, like fox bats in Australia yes, or whatever. I don't, I don't know how to get one as a pet, I don't know what that would entail, but I would like that. If I were to have an exotic pet, it would be that, like, just hang out, go mm-hmm. fly, eat some fruit, you know, scare the neighbors, all that kind of shit. Yeah, insect bats, horrifying smushed up fucked up faces yeah i don't like those ones huh uh, and yeah they they are a lot more blind um and when i was growing up at one of the places um our neighbor had it wasn't really like a lake but it was a i guess it was a lake it's just kind of like it was part of the creek that he like built into he basically dammed it up to give himself a lagoon a yeah a little lagoon and it got so many insects and so the bats would come out like especially in the summer all the night and so if you're out there they just run into your head yeah like you think they got sonar they know what's going on they are so concentrated on their food they are not paying attention and they just Mm. slam into you and it is an awful sound (laughs) plunk yeah i just i like the little ones that look like mice with wings yep totally um this one said, driving over high over, oh, wait. Yeah, it's me. Driving over high overpasses. I'm sorry. I was afraid that it wasn't my term. Oh, well. Uh, <laughs> driving over high overpasses. Yeah, I hear people talking about this. I think I definitely was until I moved here to Dallas. And it's like, good luck everywhere you go. You're going to yeah. be three miles in the sky. And while it is a common occurrence in my dreams, you know, semi-common occurrence in my dreams for me to be driving a car and fly off of an overpass, not a fear I have in real life. I mean, I do constantly live in fear every time I drive that like my body's going to stop responding and like something's going to happen where the car like just goes where it wants. But I think that's save that for uh, save that fear for when we have self-driving cars. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's all I want. Uh, our next listener said snakes. I mean, like, like Indiana Jones. I'm not scared of snakes, but I don't like snakes. Yeah. You know, I'm not going out of my way to handle snakes. No. And what I definitely don't want to see is someone feed a snake. No, that's kind of fun. I like watching the, like the lump kind of move. No. And like the unhinging of the, I don't know. I think they're kind of cool. I don't want to see the murder. <laughs> but like, I don't necessarily want to handle them. Yeah. I think no. they're cool. I, I'll watch them. I don't the like birds. I don't like, I don't like pet birds and I don't like pet reptiles. Well, pet birds are bad for a lot of reasons. And I don't like pet spiders. Ew, no. Uh, I'm not afraid of them, but I don't like them. I don't like. Mm-hmm. Um, this one says my internet going out for more than six hours at a time. I'm assuming this is someone who suffered from the Dallas storm of 2021. 
Yeah. Just when you thought it was over. Isn't tornado season supposed to start soon? It was real windy outside when I took my walk today. Mm-hmm. Let's be real. Um, yeah. And I think there's like some company that's taking entries for people to do like a digital detox and like, can you go 24 hours without any screens or blah, 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 blah. Here's the thing. I can. What I right? do it, not unless someone's paying me. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm not going to pay someone to take away my screens. Yeah. No. Yeah. There. It's like a like a contest. You can enter and win money. Oh, I'll do that. Yeah. But you have to get you have to like apply and get selected. Blah blah blah. Oh. Yeah. Can I read a book? Right. I yeah. Oh my god! I get so, so like, much reading. What though. you want me to read a book? for a day yeah i can read a book for a day yeah i could go a week honestly i could go a month okay well you wouldn't be able to play any music because that's like a digital thing who said i got records um i mean maybe i don't know i'm feeling i think it's a very like amish type Oh, the way you said it was like a no screen situation. Yeah, no screens, no technology. Oh, no technology. Yeah. That sounds so relaxing. Yeah, but also boring. Can I just go out and walk? Can I bring Arlo? Walk children in nature? Uh, Technology. She's chipped, I'm sure. Not Uh, yet. (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh this person said the dark another one Seamsies. oh another one. you had a person that said the dark no i'm Seamsies. just saying it's i it's very interesting to me that adults are afraid of the dark like where yeah. why it's you know it's not a rational fear it's just a uh, i mean like i, I live every uneasiness like i i'm more afraid of like the big things i guess too like being homeless but I have a contingency plan if it happens. I think I would make a very good homeless person. Oh yeah, I'm also afraid of being homeless. Uh, oh, don't worry, I've saved all of I've saved all the heavy hitting uh, listener fears. Oh, good. I'm I'm building up to those. <laughs> uh, well, I I um I will I will stay light then and say going back to working, going back to working from an office. I don't yeah. trust the people. I I I uh, I don't want to bring it up in too much detail here, but there were some revelations over the past couple of weeks of some people that make me very uncomfortable to go back to an office. Yeah. In general. Yeah. Uh, we actually had a talk within our team today about how there's like literally nobody's come up with any sort of plan about how to make our office any safer uh, or like stagger people or anything. It's just, you can come back if you want. You don't have to if you don't want to until we tell you that you have to. Ours is probably- Nobody's really pushing it. (laughs) Ours is like, our target date's like June, July, but like we don't have any plans on what that looks like yet. And that's, you know- We dropped even having a target date. Mm -hmm. Like, meh. Uh, Yeah, I mean, in the vein of work, another listener said working a crappy job or staying in an unhealthy- or unhappy relationship just because leaving is difficult. This, I'm wow. sorry, I was pointing at the camera like they could see, because this, yeah. like, legit. Well, like, I mean, hello, 
if you want to point to reason number one why I'm not in a relationship, I am afraid of getting in an unhappy relationship. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there's definitely at some point you have to take a risk. No risk, no reward. Yeah. Right? Um, but there's also people that I see that like I'm like, y'all would be so much happier if y'all just broke up and stayed friends. It's like you could still do that now, but can you later? I don't know. After you get married, I mean, do you want to go through a divorce? After you have children after you have joint property assets. But then again, how do you get to your third husband if you don't have a first have two? A first. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yep. You know, I'm trying. I'm going to try to make to it one and done. Happy relationship. I, I'm uh, trying, trying to, to make. I'm going to try to make it, I, you know, there's too much of an, a, 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 I'm doing all this ancestry.com stuff and there's See, too much of like multiple I weddings. Think, I think that should give you um, courage okay. and yeah, it should make you feel free to get in a relationship that doesn't last forever because like, I mean, no, nobody else is in your family has, so who the fuck cares? Yeah. I mean, alimony is a great thing. I come from a long line of people who married one person, stayed married forever, even if they weren't happy, and then died together. Oh, so interesting. That's why you're you afraid know. to get into a relationship because you, your your thing is it's it is a one and done deal. Yeah, I just flip it. You get you get four. I'll get one. I could. <laughs> I don't know. Um, this one says nobody loving me. As much as I love myself, I think there's a lot in that statement. <laughs> as much as I love myself, well, you sound like you're doing fine. Um, I'm just gonna say, if you can't love yourself, how are you gonna love somebody else? So, but if maybe, you love yourself too much, how is anybody else ever gonna love you as much? Yeah, you gotta leave some room <laughs> for somebody else to kind of get in there. You know, to yeah, find something. But honestly, I think same. I think same. I'm like, I kind of, I kind of love my life. Would hate for somebody to come in and mess it up. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> most of the people that, independent. That's most of the people that like I date are just like, I don't want to be in a relationship because I value my personal time so much. And I'm like, well, then why are, why are you even dating? This is why I want to date a flight attendant. You can't date. You can't ride to ends of the fence. That's why I don't want to date a flight attendant because they're gone. Well, sometimes they're coming back. So <laughs> you got two airlines to go to. I and would then recommend... when they come back, we can use their flight benefits to, you know, go somewhere. Yep, I'd recommend American Airlines. They get you more places. <laughs> International. International. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, in that vein, another listener said, being hurt and abandoned when I fall in love for real. You will be. Ouch. <laughs> but you know what? Sometimes you need that. I mean, as far as I can tell, no one in my family has ever felt hurt and abandoned when they fell in love for real. They just stayed together until they died. Mm-hmm. You know, I was thinking about this because, you know, I might start teaching spin again. And this is one of my spinnerisms that I think I would say, but maybe it applies in this situation. Without a little resistance, without a little pushback, how are you going to get any stronger? I don't think you need to get hurt to fall in love. 
No, but you know, sometimes you got to get hurt to find out what you want. I don't think there's like a prerequisite number of breakups that you have to go through before you find your person. I think it's just a matter of luck and time and numbers. Yeah. It's an average of seven. I'm just kidding. Um, This one says gays who idolize James Charles. If you know, you know. (sighs) Okay. I mean, like, I understand that he's a very problematic person in general. So I'm assuming it's relating to that. And I do remember I saw something on You've Got No Males uh, thing where he posted an apology video for all the things he's done, but yet he made money off of that apology video. Of course. Yeah. Everything's monetized. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I mean, but that's, that's, you know, influencer culture youtube influencer culture of like oh let's make drama and then do apologies and blah, 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 blah. it's so like, i don't care about any of it i don't, I don't care either swipe left like it's just give me come a, do me the inner do the entertaining thing like give me a good you. like Nicki minaj miley cyrus drama like that's what i want uh, miley I what's good either. I just think that's interesting. Or like, give me like Cardi B getting a shoe thrown at her or whatever the fuck happened there. Uh, Uh, I have one last one. Go for it. Uh, Weight gain. I mean, bitch. Weight gain. Don't we all? Yeah. I mean, that's all that happened to me. Like, I'm finally on the downward hill now for like a year. It's just been like, what else can I pack into the downward hill? To where? I mean, like, like when I'm you say tra- downward hill, it sounds like a bad thing, or oh, it could is, be a good I, thing. I mean, I so my weight, my, like maybe you've reached the easier part. Yeah. Or, so like my uh my um scale on the parabola is those, of your weight gain. Yeah, my scale is one of those smart scales. So literally, like it shows me plot points of like oh god up and down, like all throughout the year of like where it is. So, like, for me, I'm going downhill because I'm losing weight. I see, I see, I see. Right? Cool. I'm still not, I still didn't get as heavy as I had been in the past, but, like, oh, boy. Oh, boy, boy. Like, I'm just going to keep keep on spinning, keep on spinning. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We're all, you know. Or, like, eat the, your fucking the fear cake. of... I don't know. Yeah, but then the, there is still this fear of like, especially being a, a gay and a single gay of like That's losing true. your body and losing your youth and, you know. Yep, it's a fear of societal pressure. Well, sure. Because who makes you afraid? You know, the homosexuals. There is that, but I think there is like at an evolutionary level, the desire to be able to attract a mate. Yeah, I like, I just want to get hot enough <laughs> to like get someone hot and then like, we'll just get like, you know, fucked up later down the way. You're just going to feed them secretly in their sleep. Mm-hmm. Calteen bars. Calteen bars. Here you go, babe. Here you go, babe. It's a new protein. It's from Sweden. Um. Well, <laughs> it's been a lovely, lovely episode. Um, I hope you get out there and get scared. Uh, if you want to get scared about something, uh, check out my Instagram at Homo's Modern Life.
And you can follow me at Andy from Boy Story. All right, my sweet, sweet children, angel babies. Sleep tight. Oh, wait. I mean, I guess it's not nighttime for you, but if it is, if you're listening, I always say this, but if you're listening to us to go to sleep, like, God go see us. a therapist. Yeah, go see a therapist. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I say, was very disturbing. Go see a counselor. I, I say that with as much love in my heart and appreciation to you <laughs> listening, but this is not something you should fall asleep to. I don't want my voice to be the last thing you hear. <laughs> No, um, well, that would be the demons. That would be the demons. I could be a demon. <gasps> what if that's it? What if I'm not a ghost? What if I just become a demon? Well, I feel like I could be alive and be a demon. You can try. Talk to your friends at the Satanic Temple. Yep. I put horns on my head. I feel um, like we really brought this full circle. So maybe we should just wrap it up. Full circle. <laughs> Fare thee well. <laughs> Bye. This has been a Homeless Modern Life production. Thanks for listening. If you want more, check out our sister show, HML Political Hookup, at HML Political Hookup on Instagram. If you want to see what we're up to, you can visit our website, homosmodernlife.com. And if you want to get in touch, you can reach out to us at homosmodernlife at gmail.com. And don't forget, you can cover your body with our merch at HML Shop on Instagram. If you're feeling generous, you can send us a cash tip on Venmo at Homo's Modern Life. Or send us a cash tip on Cash App, dollar sign Homo's Modern Life. Fare thee well. Let me assert my firm belief that the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. <laughs>